What's up, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Prime Examples. On Prime Time, I'm here with Philly and the big homie Prince. Warm shout out to our melanated fact checker, Person. Good. This is a podcast where we get together once a week and figure it out. So without further ado, we'll just jump right into it. Um, this, I believe, Sunday, a devastating terror attack was carried out in Sri Lanka, killing 253 people and injuring hundreds more, many of them churchgoers. Um, the attack, which consisted of suicide bombers at three churches and three uh, luxury hotels, has since been claimed by the Islamic State, known as ISIS. Sorry, that's not funny. But yeah, um, we here at Prime Examples send out our condolences to the family, uh, to the families and friends of those who were hurt and those who lost their lives. Former Minneapolis police officer, Mr. Mohammed Noor, is currently on trial for his life. Mohammed Noor. <laughs> say, 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 say what you chest. Say what my chest? I knew. Mohammed Noor. Um, is currently on trial for his life. Uh, he's being charged in the fatal shooting death of an unarmed Justine Ruzic. Uh Yeah. He fucked up. He fucked up. He fucked up bad. And it's crazy that when police, when you go, like when police are being judged mm-hmm. or um, prosecuted, usually they rally against, uh, with each other and protect each other. Blue, blue protects blue, but not if you're black, I guess. He's, uh, oh, no. They turned his back on him. Quick. So quick. And his partner even testified against, against his favor, you know, testified for the prosecution, uh, in favor of the prosecution, under oath, saying that his, his he drew his gun to uh, premature. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't assess it enough. That shit is crazy. <laughs> I mean, this is the one that gets fired. I just, I can't help but see a coincidence what coincidence you know he's a black immigrant muslim (laughs) from the very immigrant group that that plagued that's (laughs) plaguing their cities you know what i mean from from how they are i feel like from from the white supremacist gang that is known as the police uh somalis in minnesota are definitely uh what is it called a pain in their neck you know and this guy so happens they're to the come, op. Yeah, they're the op. So this guy comes from the community, has a clusterfuck of a bundle, whatever it's called. <laughs> Fucks up, yeah. you know? And yeah, they're not going to fucking rock with this guy. And he got fired. When's the last time you heard a cop got fired for shooting somebody? Right? The union wasn't backing him. The uh, union lawyer, right? All of that. Yeah, the police are like, you're on your own. Mm-hmm. Which is, okay, so kind of crazy though, like, he was in the passenger seat, and he shot through the driver's window. At the is is that how it went down? I thought it was the uh, yeah. He was I in thought the, the but the, didn't the victim come to the passenger window? Driver's side. She, they heard a bang on the back of their uh, their police car, like someone trying to pretty much run after it, like you do a bus. Mm-hmm. And um, by the time she got to the window, dude just fired. That's kind of what the story is going. Dark alleyway, his vision wasn't clear as his defense. Um, but the thing is, his partner, you would expect to be like. I don't, I just, I was reading. Where was his partner? In the driver's The partner was at the driver's side? Yeah. So the lady came out to the driver's side. Exactly. So he's You're shooting. saying the passenger side, you think? I'm pulling it up. 
I read his testimony today. Oh, person to yeah. the rescue. And it, it looked like his <laughs> yes, testimony person. said he saw fear in his partner's eyes. But mm-hmm. maybe I'm remembering that wrong. That's the only reason. I, I just remember it was a wild shot, but if you got it. So, yeah. So, this is the incident report um, from CNN. So, uh, it says that two officers responded to a 911 call Saturday night from Justine Ruzic. Just after 11.30 p.m., according to the Minnesota Department of Public Safety Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, BCA, which is investigating the case. Um, I'll take a little side note there. BCA took three days to investigate, like to question. Uh, What's BCA? The Bureau of Safety, uh, the Safety Bureau of Criminal Apprehension. So when a cop lets off, it's like their SIU of Canada and oh, okay. it's their specific state's uh, internal affairs kind of thing. Okay, okay. So, anywho, uh, they took three days to go check the guy. So, they gave him three days to get his story uh, together. And he still ratted on the nigga. <laughs> I, just want, I just want to support that shit out. You know what I mean? They gave that nigga three days to rock with his homie, come up with a, a foolproof yeah, yeah. plan. Fix, you know what I mean? Working together. Yeah, working together. And he came and he still ratted on the black guy. So, yeah, I get the You know, yeah. So, I just wanted to point that out. Uh, she had reported a possible assault in an alley near the Minneapolis home where she lived with her fiance. Investigators say Harry, um, who's the, the cop's partner, uh, was driving and Noor was in the passenger seat as they drove up through the alley in search of a suspect. Their squad, lives were, uh, squad, squad lights were off, the BCA said in a summary of its preliminary investigation. So Harry told investigators he was startled by, startled by loud sound near the car. And followed by Rujic, the lady, uh, her appearance at the driver's side window. So the fear must have been from the sound, the fear in his eyes. Yeah, because they must have heard like a, he, he said he heard like a, something hit their mm-hmm. car and he thought it was could have been a bullet. So he was, I guess, by the time she got to the door, he was drawn out in a sense. But to shoot across your partner, yeah. to, that's wild. Like, But you, he, you, he referred to in, uh, in his defense when he was... Uh, testifying. Uh, apparently, he referred to his um, amb- counter ambush training. So, if somebody runs up on your partner, you yeah. have that split second threat, you know, to yell threat, and then you decide whether to let off or not. Yeah. And they always say um, better to let off than, of course, figure it out later. And, you know? and it was a dark alleyway, you know what I mean? But I think, in terms of his partner being mm-hmm. more of a, uh, a senior role, mm-hmm. Should have had those lights at the front flash. You're going through a dark alleyway with a possible like call from an assault, right? That's what the call was about. You should be all lights flashing, just checking that entire back alley. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I think the thing that I think it was wild. I hear you, but the thing that frustrates me about this story is how differently he's being dealt with. 100. percent That's about it. Yeah, because it's the same kind of story. It's all the it's time, the right? Same. And then we watched the guy. Died. Choke somebody yeah. until uh, several guys until the man couldn't breathe. Mm-hmm. Facts, right? Yeah. The, during the day, while everyone was warned, you're killing him, mm-hmm. and they had their butts covered. Facts, 100%. What about the cops that shot Michael Brown um, and left his body on the they left his body on the asphalt for hours for the whole neighborhood to just see for hours and just cook there. Well, they're killing you know Sandra Bland in jail cells. You know yeah. I mean? There's a lot of victims with the list. No, it's, 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 it's she's a middle-aged white woman. Uh, the attention and is that, yeah. I think the I think the place matters too, right? Minnesota. A few of Sandra Bland's cops were uh, black people too. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's Minnesota and he's a Somali man. 
Yeah, it's facts. That's true. It's right? Minnesota. He's a black man and all the other stuff, but he's a Somali man in Minnesota who's a cop. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll also say that whether, although the, like the scenario is the exact same, a cop killing a civilian, a civilian in a way that yeah, sh- should that not should, have exactly, happened. That should have happened. Um, the the difference is because it's a black uh, ethnic cop and killing a white lady, but cops have an issue too. A police fundamental police problem. Mm-hmm. Like across the board, not white cops, black cops. It's they don't know how to fucking police. Period. Their training is fucked. Yeah, their training is fucked. They need to just like reprogram, reprogram that shit, man. You know, you should do something to their system. And how do you test? So you'll die. You in North fucking America. Yeah, yeah. You know? but some of the past, I don't know if they do. T- do they take psychedelics? Yo, they need to I jump niggas in like uh, you know how gangs. <laughs> Stop you, you know, they jump <laughs> niggas in. You could test the niggas' heart. You know what I mean? But it's not his heart. I want to test. It's his compassion. Yeah, I guess it should true. heart in a different way. Like, I need you to have some sense. How do you test for some yeah, damn man. sense? That comes in the training, right? And how long is the training? And, and, and in Canada and the Apparently US, his was 29 weeks. Short. Pardon? What was that? It's, it's about the way you train people. And overall in Canada and the US, they're falling short. I know that there are cities that were making moves. Mm-hmm. Um, last year and following a lot of the, the BLM protests of previous years, Black mm-hmm. Lives Matters. But like, we kind of laugh about it. We're just so used to the news. That it's become... But people dropping like flies at the hands of law enforcement. Yes. Ha- it's uh, mind-blowing. Where the fuck do we live? I remember seeing a picture of uh, Malcolm X holding up a newspaper article in like 1960 mm-hmm. or something, right? Two, three of seven black men killed by police officers. Like, literally the exact same headline. Yeah. The 60s that you're seeing. Oh, no, man. But it's never stopped, right? It's just now there's cameras and, you know. Yeah, now we get to see it Yeah, we get to see it, you know, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, you know, they they still turn off their fucking cameras. You know, like, just uh, this officer, uh, Mr. Noor, uh, and his partner didn't have their cameras on. They had cameras, the like, their their body Mm -hmm. cam cameras. But at that time... It was like you can turn it on or you can leave it off. It was up to you. But after this incident, which cost the mayor her job too, the mayor of whatever Minnesota or Minneapolis, sorry, um, they had to they yeah. destroy. They they and now every time you get a call, they have to turn it on. You know, they have to be on. But that doesn't stop them. <laughs> no, I mean, they're horribly many, trained. So regardless, people, the camera ain't gonna stop them. How many black people can say, mm-hmm. especially black men, that they don't know anybody who's ever had their ask what by cops like it doesn't matter if you've been arrested not been arrested mm-hmm. like that that's just a it was it was <laughs> i don't know being a teenager in toronto it was a normal part of life that if if somebody got picked up by a police officer they were just gonna beat the crap out of them and mm-hmm. they probably drop them off somewhere forget whether they're gonna oh, come yeah. back with charges or not yeah 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 that was just the standard especially when you're between a certain age too yeah you know what i mean that ass whooping age is like is like 17 yeah. 18 you know then the early in auto, they used to, huh? yeah. I remember as, when too, I was a yeah. teenager. For in sure. auto, they used to pick you up and drop you off in what they thought was the enemy territory. You know what I mean? They, they read too much. Like they they thought this is what gangs and stuff were forming oh, over there. You know, yo, my aunt lives right they there. My man, you know, I'm gonna knock on my aunt's door. They watched movies. <laughs> they watched movies. <laughs> um, they actually went to uh, the auto police officers were sent to Long Beach, California. Mm. To, to gang training about, yeah to learn about crips because the, there was uh they have uh crips in ottawa and they thought there was a connection so they actually paid officers 
and had training. Yeah, dog, you should you Google that shit. Um, yeah, man, poor officer North. He's on the wrong side. <laughs> he truly chose the wrong team. He was a pharmaceutical uh, analyst before he had a sudden urge to switch his careers. I still think it was for money. Person and I were disagreeing on this one. <laughs> I, I don't get it. I, otherwise, I don't get it. I just thought maybe there was a better salary over there. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly what his pharmaceutical gig was. But is it because, like, he wanted to be a hero cop? That's what it was? He wanted to serve. A thrill, eh? Thrill of, I don't know. In his, in his court. Hero? In his court thing at the end of uh, the article that I was reading by the Chicago Tribune. Um, he said he wanted to become a police officer because he wanted to serve. Served his ass, huh? Solo clap. Solo clap. (laughs) Served his ass up to them. So he's doing, he's going to definitely do a lot of time, man. Um, maybe. No, I I don't, I think that, I think that. They might have dropped him like a ton of bricks, but based on the standard police defense of I felt threatened, I think it holds up. He might get manslaughter. Yeah, if he gets manslaughter, they hit him up with the lowest amount of numbers they can give him. Yeah. But it's crazy, man. I have the charges here. So he's charged with murder in the third degree and manslaughter in the second degree. Murder? So murder in the third degree has a maximum sentence of 25 years and manslaughter in the second degree has a maximum sentence of 10 years and or $20,000. Don't you need intent to... That's why it's the, di- it's the different varying degrees. First degree is with intent. And they, mens rea, I believe that's Mens rea the, and then actus reus is the combo, is, right? Is, is, is when you react. Is no, is, yeah, when you react, which is no. When you react, it's uh, second degree. It's like you see a nigga that you had a problem with. You didn't really come out the crypt to come smoke somebody. Yeah, today. You, see him, you, you know what I mean? That's what it was. That's second degree. Um, third degree is perpetrating eminently dangerous act and evincing depraved mind. So it says Muhammad Noor did without intent to affect the death of any person cause the death of Justine by perpetrating an act eminently dangerous to others and and evincing a depraved mind without regard for human life while using a firearm. I would be how many cops have I seen? If they if they convict him of that. There's like it's because of bigotry. Yeah, of course. It's just it's too it's too much of a stress stretch. If for they a convict cop. them of that, that's another precedent, right? So when for new cops, cops, yeah, when new cops get charged, yeah, they can bring this up as uh um, still won't. Why not? This is the it's a former cop. Yeah, they'd bring it up. They'd bring this up. This is like yo, dog, you charge the former. We're talking about the prosecutors. Yeah. Regardless, the prosecutors are pursuing these guys, mm-hmm. whether or not it makes prosecutors. It, they don't if care it about makes them. it to court, half of these cops for their shit that they do don't even make it to that. But it, it gets to pretrial, and a lot of times it gets dropped at pretrial. But um, but there are cases that make it to court. They just get off. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They yeah, don't get guilty. dropped like a ton of bricks like this guy. Not guilty or acquitted or. Is that not the same thing? No. How are they different? I don't think they're they're the same thing. I thought it was the same. But anyways. Uh, I got fucked up. Waterloo. Oh, it is the same thing. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, yeah. Sometimes. So what happened in Waterloo um, on Saturday morning, uh, reports of gunshots were called into the area of King Street North and Hickory Street in Waterloo. Um, the officers that were responding to the shots, I guess, saw two um, niggas. niggas and ran them over with their car. And one of them is in ICU right now, and the other is um, being treated with without life, with non-life and uh, life-threatening injuries. But it's not the niggas. And we know through a friend of ours um, that these kids were not the shooters, and the community suspects that the police officers using their car as a weapon hit the wrong kids. Wow. So I can't find much information online about this story, but this. SIU, mm-hmm. Special Investigations Unit, mm-hmm. is looking into it. And then um, a different article listed sort of a team of investigators, forensic investigators, accident reconstruction specialists. Um, so, I mean, people know something's up. Facts. Uh, the SIU is an independent agency, right? So they're like, uh, what was it, in, in Internal Affairs? Yeah. They, they, equivalent, yeah, they're pretty much the equivalent of internal affairs. Um, I, they're in, made up of cops, right? I always find the term it's cops investigating kind of cops. Ironic. Is it cops investigating cops? It's, Special investigators, yeah, they're all cops, I it's guess. Cops yeah. investigating cops, right? yeah. Um, <clears throat> so in one of the articles, it said that the SIU uh, were called to investigate the gun related issue, the gun incident. Uh, SIU, Why? And then, yeah, in the next line, <laughs> it says, uh, SIU. Uh, are an independent agency that investigates cases involving police um, when there has been a death, a serious injury, or sexual harassment. So why are they investigating the shooting? When the, the cops... Bah, 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 bah. Yeah. <laughs> like, called it. <laughs> this shit is crazy, man. They're using their cars as weapons now, right? Mm-hmm. Forget the guns. That's yeah, crazy. poor kids, man. My prayers out with the kid that's in um, ICU. I hope it gets better. Definitely. And a quick recovery for for the other boy, too. And then hopefully a quick response from those internal dudes and they figure out what happened. They probably give the niggas three days to come together with a good story. (laughs) But hopefully those those brothers get the check, too, if they you can sue the city, man. Forget all that. Mm -hmm. Crazy, but that's what it is now. I can't. So Waterloo is, what, an hour Hour and a half outside of Toronto. Mm-hmm. Is it known for that um, like buck wild shit? No, Waterloo's known for the University of Waterloo, mm-hmm. where they have a, a lot of uh, STEM students, mm-hmm. right? Like some of the best. That's where BlackBerry was, I think. That's where their head office was. Don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I think Brim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, good schools turn up too. I guess. I have no idea. <laughs> it's sad, man. Cops stop killing people, man. They're hitting people with your cars. Um, you. Apparently, the, what, the it was the second uh, gun incident. So, like, gun... In a few <laughs> days. In a couple of days or something, yeah. Yeah. So, I guess they started panicking and started running niggas over. Scared money don't make no money. You know, Waterloo too, right? There's probably going to be like two and a half black people on that whole street. Facts. And they and they, ran, and they ran over two of them. But um, pardon? I'm just curious, like, how do you just run them over? You know, like, 
I've seen cops if they're chasing people, mm-hmm. like they'll hit them with the car. Yeah. But this sounds like these two dudes were just walking on the street, and this guy just. No, came. I think they were they were running from the altercation area. So, so that's the thing. The yeah. story's so vague. Like I don't know if they were at the altercation mm-hmm. or they had nothing to even do with it, and mm-hmm. just were on the same street or whatever the case is, right? Yeah. But nothing was found on them. Um, they're looking for a gun initially. That was mm-hmm. the call, right? So. I think that's excessive force <laughs> to the power. Oh yeah, for sure. He he might have just misused his bump the, the way they do their. The bro, once quickly yeah. injured, bro. No, he misused it. Of course, he, a little too hard. His vehicle, the the, the, the the car, the the, the way they they bump people <laughs> in training. Bro. Yeah, yeah. The twenty minute video. And I'm, my reference point is uh, the Martin Lawrence movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> Blue Streak. Blue, no, not Blue Streak. Um, the other one. Yeah, it is blue streak. Yeah, yeah, it is blue streak. No, he's learning how to drive. No, it's the one where the guy gets um, bit by uh, a bee, and then he he's like, "Oh, I'm allergic to bees." Stung. Yeah, he gets stung by a bee. I don't know which movie is that. Okay, now I gotta go. I'm back. That is blue streak, bro. Is it blue streak? No, he was a cop. He was like a mall cop. Got stung by a bee in a Martin Lawrence cop movie. Security something. National security. National security. What the problem is? Yo, Google had it so fast. I shouldn't have even listened <laughs> to you guys debate. National security was on my screen. Yo, Google had listening. it ready because it was already listening to us. <laughs> and y'all bringing this stuff into your homes? Keep calling me crazy. for next week's episode. On that, huh? Oh, man, that shit is crazy. But um, we'll get into the Bun B issue. Um, Demonte Jackson charged with ag- aggravated robbery, and I sound like a fucking reporter, man. The- <laughs> channel, channel yeah, five. No, no, no. Uh, Demonte Jackson charged with aggravated robbery in the Bumby case. So he ran up in Bumby's house. Um, so basically, what happened was uh, what happened was what happened was <laughs> Bun was already at home, and his wife just got home. Um, unloaded whatever she was unloading. Apparently, she heard a uh, door knock mm-hmm. and she thought it was a delivery. Um, it was like 5.45 or something in the evening. So she walked up to the door. Uh, dude with a mask and a gun basically said, give me everything you got. Um, she said, I don't have anything on me. Just take the car keys. As he was heading to the garage where the car is parked, Bum B apparently heard the commotion upstairs, grabbed his gun. Came down, saw the guy in the garage, let off a couple shots. Apparently, was back. Hit the nigga. Hit the nigga in the shoulder. Yeah. Uh, dude ran off. Didn't kill him. Police take note. Yes. <laughs> Learn, train from Bumby. It's crazy. Rappers are have more... Um, aim. Aim and compassion. Empathy. Yeah. And he ended Humanity. up... Um, the kid ended up at the hospital a couple hours later um, with a gunshot wound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, good job, Bumby, for protecting... Your, your home, your property, your family, you know yes. what I mean? Um, it's that it's crazy, but you, you know what I mean? I feel like that's, guys come natural with a gun, man. You got to protect it at all costs. Yes. So that's going to lead us into tonight's uh, hypothetical United States of America gun control conversation we're going to have. Um, if Are you guys, who's for uh, gun regulations here at this table? At this- like... I, I think there should be some sort of regulations. I don't think an average person should have a military-style machine gun. You know what I mean? That's not normal. Yes. But. That's what you think. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, but at the same time, you know, it, 
everybody has a right to defend your family. If the law allows that, mm-hmm. I think you should have something there. I'm a catch you. I'm a catch you right at if the law allows that. The law should not allow that. Like that's it. Like too many, t- too easy to kill. Too many fuck ups. We, we've we've seen the case studies. We know how the stats look in countries um, with uh, major gun restrictions, and we know how the stats look in countries with major gun freedom. Yeah. No guns. Let it go. But then we live but in I the like world. Guns, yeah. So then we live on planet Earth, uh, where North America is uh, actually America. America. Yeah, Canada. We chilling up here. Um, sort of. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> but um, for me, if I lived in America, I would be for uh, advocating for my guns. Facts. You want to keep your guns? Yes. Because history has already been written. And so there's, we know there's, there's, but there's a black market for guns. And it's really big in America. So I'm going to keep me a gun. You know? Like, legally or illegally... Because it's there illegally. So if I can keep it illegally, just keep it, and and the law allows it, I feel safe. If the law doesn't allow it, I know that there's people that are out there. And this hypothetical scenario Mm -hmm. that we're discussing hypothetically, of course. Mm -hmm. Go on. Yes, this is a hypothetical. Did did we not say that? Yeah, of course. So if if I could have it legally, I'd have it legally. If I couldn't, history's been written, people got them. I would, I, I would, I would advocate to always have them. Mm-hmm. That'd be my stance on it. Person, what about you? No, I'm anti guns. I think the costs outweigh the benefits. Any way you look at it, so. I mean, and then the arguments for guns as protection. Households with guns have more incidents of accidents Absolutely. than incidents mm-hmm. of successful protection. Absolutely. Compared to the successful protection, or compared to the incidents happening with a, a gun in the house or without a gun in the house? I think I got lost in your question. <laughs> so the point I was making was you have a gun. If you're having a gun in order to make you feel safe, right. you are more likely to have that gun involved in an accident than you are to have that gun involved in a situation where it successfully protects you and your family. Hmm. I'd still advocate for the guns. <laughs> well, Bombi situation, right? Yeah. What if facts. he didn't have a gun? Facts. What if? Well, the guy him. was ready to get the car and dip anyway, right? But that person that came into your home has a gun. But if you're talking about, but if you're talking about using, getting it in order to protect yourself, not just because I want a gun, but in order to of protect course. yourself, then you can talk about anecdotes. But I'll tell you statistics. Yeah. You're more likely to get hurt by accident than you are to have Bombi situation work out. It's kind of like saying I'm gonna. Never go, I don't know, in the ocean to avoid sharks, but I'll walk over land where the gators live. Like, uh, you're not. Uh, but what if. Stay you, away from both. Yeah, but you live in America, a <laughs> place like Florida. White people could kill you. They could literally go home and have an argument with you. They can go home. Stand your ground. Get a gun, come back, shoot you, and stand their ground. No, that only works on their property. <laughs> they can't come to your property. <laughs> if they come with a gun, you can shoot them. You win, in theory. <laughs> yeah, but man, I just well, what was that Chris Rock joke where he said um, they should make bullets cost uh, a million like, dollars? Yeah, yeah something like a thousand dollars a bullet. <laughs> so every time you shoot a nigga, facts. You know what I mean? It was you put five thousand in. And I think I agree with you on the regulation shit, man. Nobody, 
uh, in their right mind. You know, in the Second Amendment, is it the, the Second Amendment is yeah. to bear arms? Probably. I think so. You know, the private citizen technically on the, under the Second Amendment can have a tank. <laughs> so, yeah, so these guys choose what they want to hang on to and, and choose what they don't want to hang on to. You know what I mean? And I seen a show where they, they customize guns. Like, it's like West Coast Customs with my... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rattles. Sandra Bullock's husband does that shit, I think. Listen, I, I'm going to also say, like, I have to speak rationally about it, but in the in the fun aspect, I like guns. They're fun shit. <laughs> I, it's like, fun. I like shooting ranges. Yeah. Like, I put on my my extra um, noise blockers. Why did I just forget what it's called? Earplugs. 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 There we go. My extra earplugs under the big earmuffs, and that shit is fun to me. Yeah, it is fun. Right? Customizing your gun, my first reaction was cool. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody here has been shooting, right? Nah, no. a person hasn't been shooting. Oh, I gotta take person shooting. Yeah, we have to. Especially no, y'all allow person to stand her ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like what they represent. I think that's fine. Just She's not, not wrong. Yeah, I'm just not flexible on that. Absolutely. Look, guns are not meant to wound somebody. It's meant to kill. That's uh-huh. the objective mm-hmm. of it, right? Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, we've seen incidents in cases like you were saying where guns are the major... Problem. We are from a war torn country. Absolutely. 100%. Common people, not, I don't think, um, are you talking about America or are you talking about? Back home. Back home? Yeah. Yes, we are from America. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were talking about America for a split second. But I'm but, just uh, saying, do you know what America, here, here's what guns do. America averages out to one school shooting a week. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a stat I read the other day. Yeah. One school shooting a week. That's the babies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is, and that's fucked up. That's uh, it's that's uh, it's a sobering, uh, sobering stat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One school shooting a week. And like Barack Obama said after Sandy Hook, he said we don't have a monopoly on crazy people because they always blame this gun violence on people that are mentally unstable. Uh That's the media blaming the because they're white shooters. You know, the majority of them, so they're unstable. Mm Their mental illness, there's a problem with them, right? It's not that they're. Murderers. You look like a baby angel, and then he got bullied. All right. So, but living in Canada, like, they allow guns here. Mm-hmm. There's regulations where there's a certain amount of bullets in the clip. Um, there has to be locks on everything, ammunition away from the guns and all that. Like, you got to go through a it's course and all of that. very difficult to to transport them. Mm-hmm. Definitely. The laws so, are like... <laughs> I don't know, but yeah, like me living parts. in Canada, I, I, I plan on getting... A hunting license and a gun license. I'm mm. going deer hunting. That's shit. what's up, dog. I mean, if the law hunt. lets you do it, fam, do it. You know? You, you got them right. They're not going to purge on me. I'll tell you that for free. No zombie is what is it? No zombie apocalypse. No purging. None of that's happening around here. Crazy ass white <laughs> no, but honestly, I, that's the thing with kids and all that and being involved. If I have a family, like, mm. Oh, know, there's definitely I, I don't know where my mind will yeah. be at that point, mm-hmm. but me being where I'm at right now, that's where I'm at. So, I, at the moment, ride with you guys on mm-hmm. that too. Like, you gonna get a nine mil with me? I really like guns. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think that I would like to understand how to use one properly. Yeah, and safety. Yeah. I travel a lot, mm-hmm. and like there are certain parts of the world where you're just better off with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, it's legal. If I understand Canadian law and how it's set up for like you to have a handgun in the crib, 
like the handgun has to be locked in a certain place mm-hmm. and the ammunition has to be locked in a certain place. Correct. But the handgun can have five bullets in it. No, the, I mean, if it's if it's at in home, the, like, the ammunition the has clip, to be away from the, the weapon. The clip and the, and the gun can exactly. be together. Two different Yeah, locks. dog. Yeah, so if shit goes down, you got to run, grab yeah, one. Yeah, no, not just run and grab that one. You got to run and unlock exactly. something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Thankfully, I, I live in Canada where the majority of the time is safe to live, but... America then why do you? Crazy. Then your reason for the gun is not protection. You got to be real about why you want it. Oh, in Canada, 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 that's just not really situation, helping. The, 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 situation, the guy would have robbed you and your wife and right. stabbed or shot all of you while you yeah, were on yeah. halfway through lock number two. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> my machete would be close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever that is. And then you don't need a gun. Yeah, I know. In Canada, I understand, man. But in America, you keep that shit locked and loaded. No safety. Nothing. <laughs> hanging on this. You know? But you. I, I, sleep, I sleep with it by the by the dresser, you know? And it's illegal, but they do that. And that's how it's supposed to be. If right. you have a gun in the house, you should be. I should be able to Reach. grab it like that. You know what I mean? Just but don't do that with kids in the house. Huh? No, just don't do that with kids. That's the house. thing. The family's crazy. I got a buddy of mine. He you actually, know you as a kid. I, I, I got like, a buddy of mine. We got into everything. We went shooting, and he took his son. His son was six, and he taught him the proper safety techniques, and, and he shot a firearm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, his son knows it's not a joke. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's serious. It's yeah, a, that's what's up, man. I seen this guy on uh, Instagram. His name is uh, Derek. Two, you see the guy with the tattoos and the dreadlock? The, the two little kids, and he's teaching his little daughter know, how to lock and load while answer, asking her questions about like black culture, money, economics. Some yeah, it's just some oh. But people are like having uh, outrage about it. But I think there's method behind this madness, dog. If you properly educate, um, those I kids can take care of themselves. Yeah, exactly. I've seen kids back home with. That is same age and they had guns on. And that's the thing with ages out here too. matters though, mm-hmm. right? Like if you have a farm and you're, you know what I mean? If you, if you live, yeah, if you live in the mountains and you're teaching your kid how to shoot and how to handle guns, that's a part of life, right? Mm-hmm. People can come up on you. Bears can come up on you. Mm-hmm. If, 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 if you're living in the city, mm-hmm. right? In close proximity mm-hmm. with a bunch of other people mm-hmm. in a, in a house with neighbors or in an apartment or whatever, mm-hmm. they're, is much less practical use for a gun. Why? That there's more people around each other. There's crazy there's people cra- everywhere. You have closer access to emergency services, right? You have fewer people who are armed in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. Like everybody in rural Canada is basically armed. They're just farther apart from each other. Yeah. Canada, I understand that, that whole point you're, you're making. Like, as far as in the city, there's nobody really armed and they shouldn't. There's no point really to be armed. Unless, you know, you live a life where you come across guns a lot, but it's, That's it's a whole almost out of Yeah, we're not talking about those guys. We're talking legal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're talking <laughs> legal. Those guys, those guys are like, like, on the fringes of society. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's just, um, here, I don't see a point for you to, like, get have a legal gun in your house for protection and you can't put the clip and the, the thing together, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's no point. You know? <laughs> in America, they let you click clack, and because the population is like just yeah three times ours or whatever it is, there's just that much more crazy people, that much more violence, that much more you know fraud, whatever it may be. So yo, stay sharp. And it's a gun happy culture. Exactly, oh, it's the culture. It's a culture. Speaking of gun happy, did you see the uh, the cops that shot into the 
the car of the the kid, the couple that was sitting. Is it Yale? Yale, Mm -hmm. Connecticut. That's that looked crazy. I thought everybody died. Apparently, the cop uh, was responding to a two cops from two different. one was the Yale police. Yeah, and one was the Hamden police. Yeah. The Yale police had guns too. Oh, yeah. they, like they the, the, the town, strapped. not the yeah, school. Yeah, the town, yeah. yeah. The town, okay. And then um, they both let off shots. And apparently they were the only two that were letting off shots. Like it wasn't. And they just pulled I up think, on yeah, the Yeah, I think one was hearing the other, the other's ping, uh, <laughs> and he's shooting back, and the other's hearing the other one's ping. It's crazy. Man, I can only laugh because folks are okay. It was yeah, a 21 that's... year old and a 22 year old in the car. Mm-hmm. So young. A black mm-hmm. couple. This, the article I read said um, a young guy, a 21 year old man with dreadlocks, stepped out of the car with, raise, while raising his hands, mm-hmm. and then one of the officers started to shoot at him. Mm-hmm. And then the video that we saw shows um, the other officer running around and firing some more shots into the car. Couple was innocent, unarmed. And the two cops were black guys. Mm-hmm. And that's why I mentioned earlier, because I was remembering this story, that people are going to try to use, they're going to say, oh, it's not about white cops killing black men. It's a cop issue. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you do have a fundamental fucking issue with yeah. policing. Yeah. But you also have white cops killing black men. You know what I mean? I had a, I had you a just have police yeah. killing yeah. black men. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? What police, it's, it's yes, police exactly. It's are a, targeting exactly. black women and men, like people yeah. of color. Yes. You know what I mean? And that's but especially black men. And that's from like, I was sitting around not too long ago and it sort of hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm-hmm. The government did it, right? <laughs> Oh. And black guilty about everything. <laughs> the cars, you know, they're calling niggas super predators, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm frustrated at people for taking on these outrageous beliefs about other people and finding reasons to fear them. And then I forget that, like, that's exactly the messaging that everybody's been bombarded with. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, that super predator stuff. The <clears throat> prison industrial complex. Facts. The new Jim Crow. I don't know what I never understood about police, right? Mm-hmm. If you look at their their belt of things that they could use mm-hmm. before a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like everything will knock you on your ass. Everything they have. Every taser alone. <laughs> yeah. Then you go to pepper spray, yeah. batons, but, uh, batons. They have you know everything I mean? they need to knock you on your ass. All of that before you, it's like now it's not even like I from what I remember as a kid, like I thought that's what cops go for first, right? Whatever. The baton, whatever you, they yeah. feel is in, but now just, it's automatically a gun. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't know. It's fucked up. That's crazy. But cops used to, don't don't think cops were just killing people with their guns too. Cops have been killing people with flashlights. Oh, yeah. With bare, uh, what is it called? Uh, bare naked um, chokeholds. With chokeholds, yeah. Um, they've been beating niggas with, with batons. They'll kill you whatever they can get their hands on. But guns will kill you quickly, so. That's a training thing. And that's why I'm, yeah, dog, that's why they got a fundamental policing problem. Yeah, they've got to make the decision that it's more important to find alternative ways to subdue people mm-hmm. than it is to go for death. Because I'm not going to say that it is to protect the cop, which is their policy, right? Mm-hmm. You go for the death shot because you feel threatened. Mm-hmm. You Like, we need to give you tools to feel less threatened, mm-hmm. to accurately assess threat, and then um, to find alternatives to murder. Mm-hmm. But going back to the prison industrial complex that you were mentioning, I feel like 
those policies might change because now the Democratic candidates are talking about giving voting rights to people in prison. Well, Florida so, got that, right? I think some, Florida so it's got a state them. issue. So yeah. some states like Florida or Vermont have that, but it's not the entire country. But with them having huge numbers of black people in jail and a few people get voting rights, mm-hmm. it can really change the landscape of um, policies, policies like that. I would be interested to see if the right, sorry, cynicism, right? Mm-hmm. But if the right doesn't find a way to use ID laws to destroy them, mm-hmm. be, to destroy those numbers. Mm-hmm. Because one of, I know like from people who ha- who were sort of in and out of mm-hmm. institutions, um, ID tends to be like a, a, a recurring problem, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, whether it's a driver's license mm-hmm. or a passport takeaway or whatever mm-hmm. it is. And so... I, I hope they do. I hope they do institute the rights and take them seriously mm-hmm. because right now the way that with this administration it's going, yeah. they're controlling voter numbers by enacting really well, that's frustrating ID for, laws. Is, is uh, voter suppression. Yeah. Right? Like they are, they really, even the way they we organize the balance and shit. Yeah, and even the way <laughs> they, they show up at spots and block people from voting. Like they just try to uh, make it as uncomfortable as it is for, for people to, to go vote. Or they arrested the black woman that was driving the bus, taking a bunch of elderly 2019. Yeah. This is crazy. But if they get the right people, dirty game. give wrong polling station addresses. Shiesty shit. Robocalls with mm-hmm. misinformation about timing and dates. Madness. Miracle. Crooked ass <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, man. Uh, that was a good conversation, man. <laughs> I like that. Um, but before we get out of here, we want to thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, this is a podcast where we get together once a week and figure it out on prime time. Hey, over Philly, Prince, and the big homie. Oh, the big homie Prince, and a very melanated fact checker. Present. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.